The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You know those things you are too embarrassed to talk about when it comes to dating? Like when to say I love you, how to define the relationship. Well, We Met at Acme touches upon all of those subjects and more, and we get right into it with our guests and talk about their dating lives and also what not to do when it comes to dating because we're all kind of confused together. So you can tune in every Sunday to We Met at Acme and maybe you can learn a thing or two while I learn a thing or two. Hey, it's Mariana and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by the co-founder and creative director of Two Face, Jared Blandino. So I met Jared forever ago. It was actually when we had announced Summer Fridays. It was at a Women's Wear Daily event. I was really new to the industry. I was in this phase of, I was still an influencer, but just getting into the brand founder world. And there was a handful of people who took their time to come over and say hello and introduce themselves. And Jared was one of them. And it was such a warm welcome into the beauty industry. And every time that I've seen him and Jeremy together at different events, They've always been so kind and welcoming to me. So I was so excited to have him on the podcast because I've been using Too Faced for as long as I can remember. It's always been one of those brands that I've just kind of had in my makeup kit and I wasn't even really thinking about it never not being a part of my routine. And I didn't realize it had been around since 1998. So he has been doing this for a long time and that's why I feel like he had so much information and valuable advice to share with you guys, including everything from his life, entrepreneurship, and running a billion dollar brand. He is so motivational and positive and you can definitely feel the energy that he's putting out into his work and products and everything that he does along with Jeremy, who is his partner in life and partner in the business. I was so inspired after hearing this conversation with him and I think that you guys will love it too. So before we get into the episode, if you are loving the podcast, be sure to subscribe because I've got new episodes every Tuesday and leave me a rating and review. Now let's hear from Jared. Okay. First of all, I have to start asking because you just posted this on your Instagram. You said the true story behind the grit and glitter working on a two-faced documentary. Are you ready? Netflix. So I have to know what this is. Oh my gosh. We're so excited. It's been something that I've wanted to do for so many years. Tell our story. You know, um, it's such a phenomenal story. I mean, everyone's is obviously, um, this happens to be mine. You know, the story of Two-Face more than anything is a love story and creating my perfect, you know, universe within my head and my heart and bringing it out to the world um, has been just obviously life-changing, but just such a spectacular ride. I wanted to share it with everyone. So yeah, so we filmed a documentary. We're in the middle of editing now and hopefully it'll be out around September. Oh my gosh. How does it feel going back, like really thinking through all of these moments that got you to where you are today? You know, reliving some of this stuff um, for the first time in many years has been totally cathartic in so many ways. Looking back and just thinking like, how the hell did we do that? You know, just, just kind of looking at how ambitious and fearless and inspired we were so young, being naive enough to not realize it was impossible. So we did it. And that was a gift in itself. And doing it with my best friend and my husband. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just something I'm so proud of. And also kind of like my head spinning, like, how did we get here? You know, and it's kind of an exciting story of how how we did get here. I know. And it's so incredible because I was trying to think the first time I ever used the brand. And I feel like it's been so long since the very first product that I used that I can't even remember, but I feel like it's just always been a part of my beauty routine. 
Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. I really appreciate that. You know, we launched the brand back in 1998 and uh, we created what what is been dubbed as the first glitter eyeshadow. If there was one before me, I never saw it. And uh, we created the first efficacious lip plumper through lip injection and created Better Than Sex, you know, the number one selling mascara in America and across the world and just done these crazy things because the way I approach beauty is like, I want to bust out every box that has been created. I want to break every rule that has been laid down and just have as much fun while doing it my way. And that's what Too Faced is. And it's my greatest hope that you'll feel the most yourself in my brand. I want you to win. You know what I mean? And my last job was at the mall. My last job was literally at the mall behind the makeup counter. And for five minutes, 10 minutes, I could be your gay best friend and help you achieve the best look you were looking for. And hopefully you'd go out there in the world and and make the life that you want and you deserved um, through, through the way you see yourself. You know, when you see yourself in the mirror, it does affect how you feel about yourself inside. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And through that time of, you know, working at a makeup counter, what did you learn from that job that you take into your business today? That it is more than makeup. It has everything to do with self-esteem, with the way you view yourself, with the way you want to express yourself. It is an industry that from the outside could look frivolous or unimportant or, or shallow. But in the reality, it's literally reinventing yourself for every day with a with an adult Quran box that you can just use to just become anyone you've ever dreamt to be through a fierce brow or getting that perfect foundation so you feel good about your skin or a beautiful bald lip or a lip plumper or those lashes you always wish you had. And then you go out there in the world and you feel better and hopefully you'll treat others better or you'll, or you'll ditch that boyfriend who doesn't deserve you or you'll, you'll demand that promotion that you've earned and you've worked for in. You know, it just means so much more than lip gloss. It absolutely does. And, you know, at the time, this is, you know, 1998 when you launched. How did you and Jeremy know that this was a business idea that you wanted to pursue? It, you know, it really came from more of an organic appreciation and love for what it was. I had never had aspirations of beauty. I never even really considered it. Other than watching my you know, friends, my girlfriends in high school put on makeup and just kind of watch them with an artful eye. When I got behind the counter by complete accident and I found myself working with real women behind a makeup counter, I didn't realize there were rules or there were expectations set up. So I saw it as this great candy shop of color. And I'd be like, why are you wanting everything brown? Let's chop the Chanel blush up and mix it with an Estee Lauder lip gloss and run over to, you know, Lancome and put some of this in. And I would just destroy every test tester in the department to create these little concoctions of what I believe to be necessary products that would allow you to take it to the next level. And I ended up doing this for a few months till I worked at Saks and the security approached me one day and said, what are you doing? I was taking a bag of makeup out that a client had purchased. And I was going to take it back to my apartment, melt it, chop it, bring it back in little Tupperware cups, and then she'd pick it up. And I explained, oh, I, you know, I, I just sold 18 things, but I'm going to go home and turn them into something else. And he's like, you can't do that. And I was like, why? And then I thought, okay, I, like the artist, the rubble in me was like, you can't tell me no. So I got to figure this out. And Jeremy just has this innate, spectacular business mind. He's one of the most amazing business people you'll ever meet in your life. And he was just born with it. And I told him kind of my dream and what I wanted to create. And prior to beauty, I went to animation school. So when I was in high school, I was brought into a program that Disney and Warner Brothers had. I was an art kid. So I was always winning art contests and stuff. And so I knew how to draw. And I kind of, before I created Two-Faced, I created 
a cartoon character named Envy. And I imagined what she would wear. And she was every personality, every girl I worked with behind the beauty counter in the, in the Saks cosmetics department. And I created this kind of one cartoon character after all these different personalities. And I designed Too Faced around her. It just kind of took off from there. He took me seriously and made it happen. <laughs> and it did. And when you started it, were you confident? Were you unsure? How did you even know what to do at the time? Because this is like pre the days of like having all the resources online that we have available today. There was no Google. There was like, if there was a computer, I didn't have one. You know, it's really is, listen, you've got to believe heart, soul, you know, from the bottom, bottom, bottom of your being that the world needs what you've got. And I never once questioned that. I knew that the world needed and wanted Two-Faced. How was I going to get it done? That was a whole other story. And we fell down a lot. And there were a thousand reasons why we should not have succeeded. But it's get up, learn from your successes and your mistakes and move on. And it was just never taking no for an answer. And if you've got something, you can't just want to get rich. It can't just be about wanting to be rich and famous. That in itself will not, will not sustain you. You'll never be able to continue on. The road is way too hard for that. But believing in an idea, believing that you've got something to say, something to do, something to offer, and never giving up and learning, being nimble enough to pivot. If something isn't working and you've got a plan, then go left, go right, figure it out. And it really was just one moment after the other and just surviving each day, paying each bill, figuring out how to get each order. You know, how, where do you get boxes from? Where do you get components from? Where's the lab? Who makes makeup? You know, one thing at a time and never giving up. And that is for me, the secret to success. Let's break for a second so I can tell you about an amazing new service that I found. It's called FrameBridge. If you don't know what it is, FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever having to leave the house. So if you're adding a gallery wall to your home office or you want to send the perfect gift, you can do everything from art prints and diplomas to photos sitting on your phone. You can FrameBridge just about anything. You don't have to frame just photos. You can frame just about anything from concert tickets, to jerseys, friendship bracelets, anything that you can think of. And what I love about this is that I always take so many pictures on my phone, but instead of them just sitting on my phone or posting them online, I can upload them, send a gift to a friend. And my mom just came here actually for her birthday. And I want to frame some photos for her and for me to have around the house because they are such special memories. I think for the photo from my house, I'm going to do the Mercer Slim Frame because it's a really clean gallery frame and it definitely fits the style and my vibe. And then for my mom, I'm going to do the Mandalay Frame. It's a gold bamboo and I think it's perfect for her style. And I love that you can really pick and choose anything that goes for anyone's personal style or for their house. It is so easy to do. Just go to framebridge.com and you can upload your photo or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your pieces if you have a physical thing that you want to frame. And instead of the hundreds you'll pay at a framing store, all of their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus my listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use my code Mariana. So get started today, frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code Mariana to get an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code Mariana. Again, that's framebridge.com, promo code Mariana. Now let's get back to the episode. You know, we were just talking about the internet and pivoting. And as a brand, I feel like, you know, when you launched this is pre-Google, no one had computers yet, but now people have the power of the internet in their pocket all the time. So like, what was it like for you to then have a brand that was, you know, in the age now of digital media and social media? How did you pivot to, to go to this new consumer and these new platforms? 
You know, as soon as I discovered social media and saw the power that it had, we jumped in immediately, like headfirst. Being able to communicate with your fans and your and your customers immediately in time for me was the absolute gift, was everything that I wanted. And you know, within the industry, Jeremy and I aren't ones that are, are on boards and we, we don't go to every event and we're not, we don't really play the game the way it's played. We have always been, in my mind, like a garage band, and now we're playing stadiums and selling out concerts. But in my mind, I'm still in the garage. In my mind, I'm independent. I'm, you know, we're small. And it's it's kind of a rebellious, authentic, artistic interpretation of what's in, in my heart. And staying authentic and staying small within my mind, if that makes any sense, because we're a global brand. And when I used to have to sell 10,000 things. Now I have to sell 10 million things. And that pressure could cripple you if you let it in. It's really just staying authentic to the original idea, to who you are and staying true. And through success, trying not to change, but to grow through success, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like what you do now, it's like, to get to the level that you guys are at is so much work, but now you have to maintain that and then get even bigger. So when you're creating products and you're developing them now, just the way with like social is, do you think in product development about digital and social first and like how it will be received on, you know, Instagram? No, I I always think product first, always, always, always product first, customer first. And then it's how can I tell the story? How can I use the medium of social media? How can I use my friends, the social influencers? How can I use, you know, press to tell my story? I'm not as smart as all that to do that. It really does come from just pure inspiration and an artistic idea or a vision for a product. And then how do you how do you give it life through those different avenues? And do you have a pretty good sense of like when you're developing something like, okay, I know that this will become like a bestseller. Like Too Faced Better Than Sex is like the best mascara ever. I've bought so many of them. Like, do you just know it when it comes out? You know, you have a lot of hopes for a lot of things that come out, but once in a while, once in a while, I get like the hairs in the back of my neck stand up and I actually have a product called Brow Wig coming out. And it's it's a brow gel that I put, I discovered through a friend of mine who's an actress that they were gluing during scenes, little hairs into her brow to make them thicker and to make them lusher. And I was like, wait, they're gluing individual hairs? Like, I was like, what is that? And so I learned about these fibers and I put them into a pigmented, gel, but that, that actually has pigments of a brow pencil. So I created my Holy Grail brow product in this one, this one little tube that will thicken your brow, lock the hairs in like a brow gel, and then also give you the pigment to actually sculpt your brow. And I, and I have a feeling that this one product could become like a game changer because it's so unique and it works. When something delivers beyond your dreams or expectations, that's when you're like, oh shit, this is like, this, this, this is something spectacular. Yeah. Just hearing you explain it. I'm like, okay, I absolutely need this product because I (laughs) like, if I'm, even if I don't wear anything, I have on brow gel, mascara and concealer and lip liner. Like I always have at least that on. And I just feel so much better. I feel like brow gel lifts my entire face. It's just like the best product. And you know, as you age, you lose, you lose hair, you lose hair on your lashes and you use hair in your brows and you lose your brows from the outside in. So when you see like a little lady, she'll have just a little puff you know, on the inside, you know, by her, the bridge of her nose. So to actually be able to thicken and fill in and fluff up your brow and then extend it with the color and then lock it in with the, with the gel of the hole is, is something that you don't know, but when you see it, it looks more youthful. Ooh, I'm so excited. It, 
you know, more expressive. So yeah, I, I can't wait for you to try it. that. That's just something that's in like at the top of my head that I'm thinking about, but yeah. Okay. So something that I love that Too Faced does is you guys were really among the first to work with influencers. And I know that that could be really risky. So how did you find the confidence to say, we're going to spend this marketing budget in this new type of way? You know, it didn't feel risky. It felt like an opportunity. And I, to this very day, only work with people that I honestly feel respect for, feel that they embody the brand or have a true friendship with. We never look at stats. I'm never one to say, oh, this person's trending. Call her, call him. It is really about, I'm a fan of this person. I love what this person's doing. This person's my friend. This person is so two-faced. And it's staying authentic and taking opportunities when they arise. Don't be afraid. Too much fear and too much thinking will cripple you. That's, that's a very corporate kind of way in my mind of, uh, of creating. I'm very much about my heart. And if I'm, if I'm too much in my head, I'm, I'm ruined. I have a lot of smart people around me who keep me, keep me straight, keep me going. But when you see an opportunity and something in you says, listen, I can use this in a way I can tell my story through this medium. I can, I can align myself with somebody I'm so, I'm so inspired by you. You got to do it. I have like a personal question that I just want to ask too, because I feel like you've built a brand with like so much longevity and you're still working on it. It's still going. And I feel like sometimes, you know, there's so many new brands that pop up now it's hard to like see the long-term big picture. Like how do you stay motivated to like want to continue to do it when sometimes it's just like, you know, in year three, it's already so difficult. And then, you know, as it grows, it's just even harder. So like, where do you find that motivation and like just the power to like keep, keep on trucking? Well, first of all, you have to love what you do. And I'm so grateful every day that I get to be creative and I get to create products on a global scale that people love and appreciate in you. So for me, it's first, first and foremost, gratitude. I never forget how impossible my life seemed back in the day. You know, all those years ago when I was, I was the kid who my friends always got jobs before I did, or they got the, they killed the interview and I didn't know why. And I didn't. And I used to worry that I wouldn't become something. I wouldn't fulfill my destiny. I, I wouldn't be able to, I always, I always knew somewhere in the back of my mind, I'd have a big life, but I didn't know how. And to this day, I'm just so thrilled by the experience of creating. I'm, I feel so grateful that people love and appreciate what I do, that that is the center focus of what I do. And it keeps me humbled and it keeps me excited and it keeps my, my approach to what I do very fresh. Cause I don't, I never like lean into anything. I never go, Oh, I have the number one mascara in the world. Let's just take a vacation. Like I don't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love what I do, you know, and I, and I'm grateful that I get to do it. I love seeing all the behind the scenes on your Instagram. I feel like I love seeing you in the office and like working and doing things because it is so inspiring to see like you being so involved in your business. You know, I want to show a part of life that's positive and inspiring. Yes. But I also want you to understand that it's not always easy, but I don't want it easy. Nothing great comes from easy. If you're looking for an easy life, don't start your own company. You can understand this, right? If you want easy, this ain't the right place for you. I'm afraid of easy. I don't want easy. I want, I want colors. I want to, I want to create, I want to, break rules. I want to inspire, educate, entertain people. And the medium God gave me was beauty. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use it. And whether you're a teacher or a gardener or a baker or whatever medium you have, like use it to express yourself and do something that no one else can do through that medium. I love that. And you also bake all the time. I feel like I always see you cooking. They're like, <laughs> okay, I need to have all of these desserts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I have a show on Instagram called Bake Up with Jared. And it really is about, um, I discovered there's nothing more like my day job than baking. It's taking different ingredients, 
different textures, different flavors, combining them into one amazing new thing. And through the journey of baking, I've, I've uh, been so inspired to create new beauty products. And through beauty, I'm, I'm inspired to create bakes. And it's just another way of uh, putting my heart into something and sharing it with people I love. And, and if you get a kick out of watching me or, or learning a new bake with me, then all the better. Oh, I love that. I love the the tie-in for both of it. You have to have a bake sale sometimes so everyone can come. Oh, I love uh, that. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> have a two-faced bake sale to have food and makeup. Everyone would come. <laughs> I love that. So let's take a quick break so I can tell you about Ritual, which is one of the amazing sponsors of this podcast. And I love them so much because we really deserve to know what we're putting into our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something that we're taking every day. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms your body can actually use. So what you won't find in Ritual are sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. Plus, the fresh taste and delayed-release capsule design makes taking your vitamins so easy. It's been so important for me to really take care of my body and that's the foods that I eat, the supplements that I take. And that's why taking a multivitamin for me every day is so important because even when I'm trying to eat really well, there's just gaps missing in my diet and whatever those gaps are, I can get from Ritual. I also love that Ritual is made traceable, which means you'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they came from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. And they're really designed with your life stage in mind, so they're available for women, men, and teens, and Ritual's multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And I'm always talking about habits and how I'm working to improve mine, and Ritual makes healthy habits so easy because they deliver your multivitamins to your door every month for free shipping, and you can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund you your first order. So get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Mariana to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash Mariana. Over the years, you know, we all have learned from our mistakes. Is there a mistake that you could share that you think someone may be able to learn from so that hopefully they don't make it themselves? As an entrepreneur, as an artist, as somebody who created something, you're often made to believe that somebody with a bigger resume or a larger education knows more than you. It has all the answers. And you'll, at some point, have the choice of kind of turning over the reins to this person or staying true to your vision. And a few times I believed in the big resume and I believed in the big fancy suit or history that this person had. And I doubted myself and I let that person either get into my head or change something I was doing. And in the end, if you really believe in something, guys, you can't do that. You have to trust in yourself. You know, in the end, corporate people like that work for people like us, right? Without artists, without people creating, there are no jobs for those people. And we need them and we need those smart brains and we need those educations. We do, but not at the expense of your vision, not the expense of your integrity or artistic integrity or your, your vision. I love that. That's a great piece of advice. And I feel like, um, you know, I never went to business school. I had no experience running a business or leading a team before, but I feel so confident in what I'm doing. And I know to not have an ego in the things I don't know how to do. And I just hire the people to help complement the things I don't know how. Exactly. You were, you're weak, they're strong. That's what you need. But in the end, it's your vision and it's your inspiration and it's your dream. And that's your job. And that's why what you do is so successful is because you're staying true to your vision and tra- staying true to that spark that God put in you, you know? 
Absolutely. Okay. So now what does a workday kind, I know I'm sure every day is a little bit different, but what does a workday look like for you? Yeah. So I get up, get ready immediately, go downstairs and call one of my best friends who I connect with every day. And then Jeremy comes down and we take Clover for a walk. Then we get right, you know, get our act together, get into the office. I get to work around 8.30 and then, you know, begin my day. Ask my assistants what's on the books. I don't look at anything tomorrow. It's too much for my brain. I tackle everything one thing at a time, day by day. It's too much for me if I look too far into the future. If I have to be on camera, if I have something special coming up, of course, they warn me, don't forget, tomorrow you need to be like this. But again, for me, staying in the moment, staying in time, staying within the rainbow of it all, I need to feel it. So I have to be in the moment. And then I just have my meetings with, you know, meetings with my team, meetings with marketing, do what I do, develop products. I'll always save time to run around YouTube or go look at, you know, I, I get inspiration from everywhere. So I have to feed my brain, I have to feed that part of me. And uh, by the end of the day, it comes faster than I'm expecting. I'll leave around six o'clock. Jeremy and I go home. We take Clover on another walk and we just begin to unwind. Very rarely do we talk about business. And uh, my favorite part of the entire day is crawling in bed with Jeremy and Clover and watching the Big Bang or Gossip Girl or whatever it is I'm watching and watching, you know, I'm feeling that day um, kind of close and feeling that safe place in my bed. And we live on the ocean and I hear the ocean coming in and I just feel cleansed and say my prayers and get ready to do it all again. Oh, your views are just amazing. Like whenever you show, I'm like, it's so stunning. And I love that you have boundaries that you rarely talk about work at home because I feel like, especially when you're working with a partner, it's easy to kind of like like that sleep, let that seep into your personal life. Totally. And we learned a long time ago, the most important thing in our lives are each other. My relationship comes before anything else and we protect it. Since COVID, it's blurred those lines a little bit. You know, um, we had to work from home and meetings crept into my kitchen and stressful moments crept into my house. And we ended up renting a little office we call Club Tropicana. I decorated it and gave myself a place so I could get out of my kitchen. And until, you know, the two-faced offices reopen, I needed a place to get out of my house to be creative. So that's where I am today. And that's just how I work. That's how my brain works. I needed to get out. But um, if you have to stay home, always create an environment that inspires you, that reflects what you're doing. I think it's very important that you live it, that you breathe it, that you eat it. You know, we're pink, we're two-faced. There's pink everywhere. There's glamour everywhere. There's crystal champagne glasses here and there. Like you have to embody the brand so you feel it, you know? Mm -hmm. And how often are you setting goals for yourself and how important is goal setting for you? I am not motivated by money, funny enough. So it's never money. It's always about something else. Another another mountain I want to tackle. I've always wanted to do a fragrance. So for the very first time, I've created what I believe is one of the most beautiful bottles in the history of bottles and the most amazing, sexy scents that I've ever smelled. And it's taken me years to do it. And it's just something that I've wanted to do. It's a love project. It doesn't need to pay my bills. What I wanted to do is it's like a love letter to my fans. And then, you know, then there's things like what's next. I have to, another, another mountain I want to climb, another level I want to attain. Usually it's on a global scale or it's, wanting to stay number one, you know, within, within the retailer, there's always a, you know how it is. You're ranked. I'm very competitive and I want to be number one always. I, I do also run my own race. I do not think anyone needs to fail for me to succeed. I'm a huge fan of brands. I think that's also important. Stay a fan, you know, with whatever industry you're in, always stay a consumer and be kind 
be supportive, be a friend, and run your own race. I don't look to the left. I don't look to the right. I stay looking straight ahead. I tell my team to do the same. And if somebody does something amazing, celebrate them, buy it, love it, use it. Don't ever feel jealous. Don't ever feel, you know, intimidated, feel happy for them. And you've always been that way. Like, you know, when I first started going to like beauty industry events, I felt like I'd been an influencer for so long. And then I stepped into this new world and I felt like I didn't know anyone. I felt like it didn't fit in. And you were always so kind to me and always came up to me and spoke with me and were so supportive. And, you know, from being a fan of your brand before even coming there, it was like so meaningful for me. And then we were talking about global launches. I was in Milan and I saw Damn Girl in front of the whole store at Sephora. And so it's like, you do really have these global launches, which I feel like is so difficult when you're thinking about formulating and making and creating products. Are you thinking like what will resonate with a customer globally? Because I imagine like each region, people have different like makeup styles. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the yes, the larger you get, the more you have to consider. And that's been a bit difficult. And so there are times where I try to I try to always do one thing that will have a broad approach globally. But occasionally, like better than sex is a great example. In Asia, they desire a different thing. Their ideal lash is different. So I created a product called um, Better Than Sex Doll Lashes for Asia. Uh, I created a product for India that we don't sell. Uh, you know, it's an eyeliner, a, a coal eyeliner that um, called Killer Coal. So occasionally I get to do these one-off things for regions, but more times than not, I'm trying to think on a global scale, inspire all my Too Faced fans on a global scale without having to tailor it to one area, if that makes sense. I try, I, you know, I, I kind of think, you know, about about her or him as one human being, not really where they're living. I try to do that. And how do you balance kind of thinking of like trendy products that people want right now versus like hero skews that you want to sell forever? Yeah. So uh, hero skews are definitely products that you're going to want to buy again and again, that you're going to live in and rely on. And you're going to flip out if they, you know, if they ever discontinue it, you know, those products you're like, why? And then there's fashion products. There's the stiletto products that make sense for a season, make sense for a moment. It's our job to create trends at Too Faced, not follow them. So I have to be fashionable. I have to be innovative and creative on that level in a, in, in a playful way. But then I also have to have, you know, those products that, that you can rely on and you can lean into and that you can trust and that, that are there for you through all part, parts of your life. So those tend to be the more serious products, like your foundations, and your mascara, core products that you're going to rely on and want. Eyeshadow palettes can be more playful. It can be more seasonal. It can be more of a moment. A lip product can be more playful. A lip plumper, on the other hand, is more core, you know, if that makes sense. So it's balancing both. Definitely. And there are so many people who look up to you and your brand. So for newcomers wanting to start their own beauty line or create products, do you have any advice for them? You definitely have to have your own voice, your own perspective. You can't want to be a version of someone else. You can't just copy and and think that that's going to work. Please, like, what you're, there's only one you. There will never be another you in the history of this planet. So let's filter it through your eyes. What's your what's your version of beauty? What's what's your ideal? You know, foundation, mascara, lip gloss. What, how, how, what's the story that you want to tell? And make sure that it's unique to you. And that's how you'll become successful. That's how people will feel themselves in your brand. That's how you'll be authentic. There will be some pressure. There will be like a. I guess you would want to call it pressure, whether it's coming from inside or outside or a temptation to follow success. They did it this way. Let's do that. Ooh, this is selling. Let's, let's make our version of that. For me, those never work. You have to forge your own 
road, take the road less traveled and do it your way. And if you do it your way, but you're also smart enough to learn, <laughs> listen, not every idea is good. Not everything you do is going to work. Be smart enough to, to, you know, to pivot, to take criticism, to, to fall down, dust yourself off, off and get up. But ultimately you, you got to do it in a, in a unique, authentic way. Definitely. And if you had to launch Two Face in 2021, is there anything you think you would have done differently? If I, yes. Oh yeah. I do a lot differently. You know, back in 1998, it was just a different world doing it today. It, it is, it is, it's just, a, it, it, there's so much more today. There's so much more excitement. There's so many more people involved and boys can wear makeup. And it's just such, it's just such a more exciting, colorful, beautiful place. You know, I, I probably wouldn't have taken me so long to be able to pay off my credit cards today. Cause you know, there's just, it's just a different world. Back when we started, it was all traditional brands. There were just a couple trend brands we were called that weren't taken seriously and that weren't invited to the party. And we had to make our own party, honestly. And that's how we all did it. And then people started, started wanting to come to our party. And that's how, that's how we all changed the beauty world together. I love that. And then for people who have a hard time struggling to find their passion or their career path, what do you think they should do to figure out, you know, how to live their dream life? Uh, you know, what makes you happy? In the end, if, if you can get paid to do anything, what would it be? And if you don't have a spark in you, if you, if you can't answer that question right now, I would say then break out of what you're doing. Life's greatest temptation is to stay where you are, to, to play it safe. Do something that makes you feel unsafe. Travel, make new friends, start eating different food. I don't even know, like shake it up till you find your place, till you find your, your you know, the, the place where you belong. You'll feel it. You'll feel it inside you. And it could be, I want to be the best mother ever. I want to be the best teacher. I want to be a plumber. It, whatever that is, be the best version of that you can and put your own spin on it. And that's how you'll get to happy land. Amazing. That was a great way to end the episode. Thank you so much. Where can everyone follow you? Follow me at Jared Blandino on Instagram and twofaced.com if you want to find me there. I'm on TikTok. I'm everywhere. You know, we're, we're just hanging out, waiting for you to come play. Amazing. And then we'll all have to stay tuned soon for the documentary, which I can't wait. It's coming. Congratulations. Thanks, honey. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.